0: What I want to talk to you about is, I think, one of the fundamental questions of astronomy, which is whether we're in a special place in the universe. I don't mean whether this lecture theatre is special, we know that. Uh, I mean whether our galaxy is special. So as Becky said, Uh, We live in one of these celestial cities, these island universes. Uh, And the Milky Way consists of a few hundred billion stars. And this, which was the winner of the Astrophotographer of the Year competition last year, um, is a beautiful view of our own Milky Way. It's actually, this is from the southern hemisphere. And you can see you've got these stars here. um, And then you've got these dark bands of dust from which new stars are forming. And I don't know if you can see it. Uh, But if you're in the southern hemisphere, this arrangement is often called the emu. Uh, It's sort of a stretched over emu. I think you have to be standing on your head or something to see it properly. But nonetheless, we live in this magnificent galaxy. But our galaxy uh, is actually a nice spiral one. We've just heard that shapes of galaxies are important. And this is what we think our galaxy looks like. This is a recent map. Um, of course, this isn't a real picture. We can't yet, anyway, get above the galaxy to take this picture. Uh, we're down here um, on one of the minor spiral arms in our galaxy. It turns out to have a nice bar at the center, which is pleasing. Um, and then it has these two big, bright spiral arms, and then some other rather wimpy spiral arms, uh, one of which we find ourselves in. So we have a good idea of what our galaxy looks like. And because we have a good idea of what our galaxy looks like, we can compare it to the other galaxies in the universe. And we've got plenty to compare it to. So uh, here's a map of the local universe. On this picture, we're down here in the middle. Um, And now I've zoomed out. So every dot on this image, and there are a million of them, is another galaxy. And so this is a map not of our galaxy, but of a million galaxies. And even that is a tiny portion of the whole universe. Our observable universe, the bit of it we can see, has within it 100 billion galaxies. So there are many galaxies in the universe as there are stars in the Milky Way galaxy. And so I won't come as any surprise um, that as we travel through that universe, I'm going to actually take us on a a little journey. Can I control the lights from here, Rob? Okay, fine. Um, So I want you to imagine that you're out in deep space, and it's dark. uh, And we're going to start on the Milky Way and travel out through that picture I just showed you, that that map of the uh, nearby universe. Um, And if you look closely, as we zoom past galaxy after galaxy after galaxy, you can see they have the shapes that Becky just told you about. You can see there are spirals and ellipticals and far galaxies, uh, and galaxies with two spiral arms, galaxies with three spiral arms, and so on. and at first glance, the Milky Way is just a perfectly normal uh, member of this uh, ensemble of rather beautiful galaxies. You can also see from this image that there's uh, that some of the cities are in cra- uh, busy counties. I guess there are busy there are neighborhoods where there are lots and lots of galaxies. Uh, on the left, there's a C-shaped structure that's the biggest thing we can see in the universe. Uh, but there are also neighborhoods which are pretty empty. There are voids. And it turns out the Milky Way lives sort of between the two. It doesn't live in the busiest part of the universe, but nor does it live absolutely out in the sticks. It lives uh, in a small cluster that we call the local group. So it's perfectly normal that way as well. (coughs) Of course, mostly until now, I've talked about the Milky Way as it is today. Um, And this picture, this is a new image from Hubble, a new collection of images from Hubble um, that came out just towards the end of last year. What they did with these over here, these are all galaxies that today look a little like the Milky Way. And then they went back, and, and and because we're astronomers, as we look into the distant universe, we can look back in time. And so these are what those galaxies would have looked like in the past. And so you can see a couple of things happen as we move into the past. First of all, the galaxies get a bit, um, frankly, less impressive. They're smaller, they're blobbier, um, they're less... Uh, regular. Well, that's what we think these galaxies merge through these blobs merge together to form the nice big galaxies We see today and you can also see from this image that things go from reddish to bluish as we go back into the past um, in an astronomical image, damn it um, Sometimes you shouldn't let an astronomer play with any technology. Am I still okay? Good. Um, as we go back into the past and um, it's so exciting, my microphone falls off. If so we go back in the past, we get these bluer galaxies, and that means these galaxies have more star formation, because the young stars, the young massive stars that only hang around for a few million years, are bright blue. Um, and so we deduce from this that most of the star formation in the universe happened in the distant past. And that's absolutely true. Our universe is past its peak. But this is a very typical evolution for a Milky Way galaxy. Now... We should try and be a bit scientific about this, I think, if we're going to compare the Milky Way to other galaxies. Um, and so if we want to be scientific, we make a graph. And so I'm going to put all the galaxies on this graph. So we're going to have bright galaxies over here, faint galaxies over here, we're going to have blue galaxies down here, and red galaxies up near the top. If you do that, you discover that lots of galaxies live here. It's called the blue cloud. And then other galaxies live up on what's called the red sequence. And in between them, there's this region called the Green Valley. There aren't very many galaxies in the Green Valley. And you can think about how galaxies move around on that picture. So for example, this is a computer simulation of the future of the Milky Way galaxy. What's going to happen to the Milky Way um, is that in a few billion years' time, it's going to collide with one of the other big galaxies in our local group. It's going to collide with the Andromeda galaxy, which is sort of ominously in the bottom left at the minute. We've got a clock at the bottom right, and we're not quite sure on the timing, but in something like four billion years' time, these two galaxies are going to collide with each other. Now, one remarkable thing about this is it looks both beautiful and violent, um, but there's enough space between the stars that in a collision like this, no two stars will collide. You can have two galaxies colliding like this but without, and, and they'll go on and form a big blobby elliptical galaxy, but no stars will collide. So let's think about what that will have done on our diagram. Well, if the Milky Way was here before, it will have turned, the galaxy will have collided, it will have doubled its size, so it will move a little bit to the right, it will become bigger. Um, But also, the other thing that happens is that all of the gas gets used up in star formation. I know, it's exciting. All of the gas will get used up in star formation, and it will briefly become bluer, uh, and then those stars will die, and it will go down. Uh, to be a nice red galaxy in the top red of this diagram. And indeed, we see it in the minute, it's on the green bit of this diagram. It's just actually, it lies, um, the Milky Way currently lies just about here. And what's interesting about that is that's a special place in this diagram. It's a place where things like this often happen. This is the centre of a galaxy called M87. and This is a galaxy that lives at the middle uh, of a big cluster of galaxies... Um, and what's happening in M87 is that the giant black hole that lives at its center is feeding on a lot of gas. And as material spirals down onto the black hole, it heats up and it can drive these jets. This is material moving at 99% of the speed of light, moving, uh, thrown out by the physics of accretion onto a black hole. And this is something that happens to all galaxies. And so the question is is this happening to our galaxy right now? Well, we can take a close look at the centre of our galaxy. Um, And these are stars, indeed, near the centre of our galaxy. I hope they're going to move, yes. Uh, The date is in the top left, so this is about 10 years' worth of data. Let's play that again. Um, And what you can see here is that the stars appear to orbit something. They're orbiting something invisible. And because we know how massive the stars are, we can work out how massive the thing that they're orbiting is. And it turns out that that thing in the centre of our galaxy must be about 3 million times the mass of the Sun. It also must be much smaller than the orbit of Neptune. So something that massive and that small has to be a black hole. And so this is the best evidence we have anywhere in the universe for a black hole living in the centre of our... or best evidence we have in the universe for a black hole, the best evidence we have for a black hole living in the centre of our galaxy. But I'll show you that's a a representation of the results. Here's the real images. And I've added the red ring to highlight something. This is a cloud of gas, maybe as massive as Jupiter, um, which is about to have a very bad time. So um, this cloud is going to drop into the black hole in the center of our galaxy this year. It made a very close pass last year. Here's what happened to it. And that's the logo. Um, So the black hole's to the top right here. And what you can see here is this is an image of that gas being stretched out as it got very close to the black hole and disrupted by the gravity of the black hole. And this will fall in during the next year. It's going to be the first time that we've seen something drop into a massive black hole. It's very exciting. But that would be enough to power the kind of jet that we saw in M87. But... We have new observations that tell us that maybe our galaxy's black hole has been feeding in the recent past. So this is a map of the whole sky made by a telescope called Fermi, which looks at the highest energy radiation we can get from space. Uh, And this is our galaxy along here. So if you think of our galaxy as that nice spiral, the spirals edge on, you get this nice thin strip. This is the Milky Way that we'd see on the sky. Uh, But can you see there are big blobs of stuff above and below uh, this data? Um, These are called the Fermi bubbles. Um, We can make a a picture of them to make it a bit clearer. This is what we think they look like. You've got the Milky Way in the middle, and then these enormous bubbles, tens of thousands of light-years across, uh, that are still hot, and they're glowing. And what we think's happened is that just maybe 50 or 100,000 years ago, which is a relative blink of an eye by astronomical terms, our galaxy's black hole was absorbing a huge amount of material that material will have heated up. It may have caused jets like the one we saw, uh, but it will have driven material out, and it, our galaxy has been blowing these enormous bubbles, um, which are now the only relics of that time when the black hole was feeding. And so, to answer my question from the beginning, I don't think our galaxy is special, a perfectly normal spiral galaxy, but I think we might be living in a special time, a time in which the black hole just happens to be quiet, and we may, in the future, end up with a nice bright, active, scary black hole in the centre. Thank you very much.